0: Worldview Radio and WVW-TV is made possible because of listeners like you. Thank you so much for your tax-deductible contribution that you can make at WVWFoundation.com. That's WVWFoundation.com or by calling 901-825-0652. That's 901-825-0652. You can also send your tax-deductible contribution via check. To WVW Foundation, P.O. Box 1690, Collierville, Tennessee, 38027. That's again, WVW Foundation, P.O. Box 1690, Collierville, Tennessee, 38027. Thank you for helping make possible Worldview Radio and WVW-TV broadcasts.
1: news Government, Economy, Education, Work, Responsibility. What we think about these depends on our worldview. Now, BCY America presents Worldview Weekend Radio with Brandon House.
0: Hey, welcome. Glad you're with us. Going to be joined with an update here by Aaron from, from Israel and then we have other news we'll get to as well. Aaron, welcome back to the broadcast. Thank you for joining us.
1: Hi, uh, uh, Brennan. Always good to be with you.
0: Well, great to have you with us, my friend. I want to talk to you about an article I saw this morning, uh, and it had to do with the patches. I don't know if you've seen the news story, but it had to do – I got chills when I read it. It had to do with some of your IDF, I guess it is, uh, wearing patches that say that what they're doing has to do with building the very soon coming third temple. Have you read this article?
1: I believe I have not actually. Really? Uh, unless uh, when I see it, I'll be able to uh, clarify. But it doesn't sound like I've heard of it.
0: All right. Let me. Uh, uh, but
1: I'm intrigued, very intrigued. Yeah. I bet Anything you about are. the building of the new uh, temple? That's hot news.
0: Yes, it is. All right. So this is over at Israel 365 News. Idea patches reveal the true purpose of the war, and Hamas is worried. Now, it I don't read. I guess that's Hebrew, right?
1: It says "Am Yisrael Chai," which means "The people of Israel live." And uh, I actually have seen those badges, yes, uh, but I didn't. I didn't uh, understand the extent of it. Well, that's, this article says. October
0: 7th, Hamas invaded Israel and on October 8th, the IDF began Operation Iron Sword with the stated goal of eliminating the existential threat on the southern border. While the mission is clear and the IDF soldiers are intensely motivated, the gradual appearance of personalized patches indicates an additional, more Messiah oriented motivation is growing among the troops. And it has Hamas terrified of the IDF. Last month, a post- Appeared on Telegram featuring American quote mercenary quote fighting for the IDF. The soldier was standing guard at night in full battle gear when he made the video. quote They call this operation the Swords of Iron," he said to the camera, as he took a Velcro patch from his fatigues displaying the symbol for the war. quote But what are we really fighting for? We are fighting for the right of the Jewish people to exist, to be Jewish and practice their religion and be free and quote he said removing another velcro patch with the star of david quote and one day our true leader will come and we will be united as a whole jewish nation quote he said displaying a patch that had a crown and the word messiah quote so that we can rebuild the jewish temple in jerusalem in quote he said displaying a patch with an image of the temple quote but until then What makes us unique is that we're the one nation who believes in one God that ultimately makes that one reason the nation of Israel lives. He concluded the video was reposted by pro Hamas sites, which identified the symbol messianic symbol as belonging to the uh, Chabad Hasidic movement, which believes the Messiah quote will arrive as part of the apocalyptic prophecies of the Old Testament to restore the glory of Zion. And Earth's Israel, in quote. The Brohamas site stated that the Messiah will be, quote, the transition this one from a Republican, secular, and liberal democratic Israel to a messianic kingdom ruled by Halakha, a kingdom led by the long-awaited Messiah as dreamed by the Kenahites allied with Netanyahu, end quote. Not sure I got those words right, but the post concluded that the video was, quote, an American mercenary in the Israeli occupation army who said that the genocide of Gaza is necessary for the const- <laughs> the genocide of Gaza is necessary for the construction of a third temple on the ruins of the Al-Aqsa mosque end quote it should be emphasized that the soldier never mentioned Gaza and spoke about the survival only spoke about the survival of the Jewish people it should be also emphasized that the Jewish temples did not stand at the site of the Al-Aqsa mosque but rather stood at the site of the Dome of the Rock which is not a mosque and is known in arabic as uh, and I no idea how to pronounce that, it is clear that Hamas would see the new temple patch as a more serious declaration of war, as its symbol features an image of the Dome of the Rock under cross swords and an image of their proposed Palestinian state extending from the river to the sea as their charter dictates. The Jewish star patches are readily available on eBay as the Shabad Messiah patches. Also available are the patches with the inspirational Hebrew slogan, Swords of Iron, Together We Will Win. The IDF patch featuring an image of the temple was unavailable on eBay, but was available on the High of the Whore website, H-A-R, I guess, which promised to provide one free patch to an IDF soldier for each patch sold on its site. The patches are becoming popular, and on a visit to the Gaza border, Ruby Tully Wees, the CEO of Israel 365, came across a group of soldiers who were all wearing the patches.
1: Did I just did I just inform you on some stuff there, Aaron? Well, uh, firstly, can I congratulate you on your Hebrew? You did pretty good. <laughs> <laughs> Not bad
0: for a southern boy here in Mid-South, huh?
1: <laughs> pretty good. Shabbat is actually Chabad. OK. But it's OK, we understood. Wow. Israeli, Marty, Marty Getz is always trying to help me with that. So Jewish Israelis they love it when people try to speak the language. So <laughs> I loved it. Thank, Thank you. you. Thank you. Um, now, secondly, uh, I have seen the patches, but I, I kind of I I saw them, but it didn't really register to me. This is a serious uh, proclamation declaration. <laughs> does, it you, does it give you chills like it does me? You know, I have to. As I was listening to your read, it actually started to generate warmth and excitement in me and we need that we need that here i'm telling you this is a hard war brandon this is day 138 this is wearing us down it's very very difficult so to get i look at this as a as a positive thing not that we believers need a temple we don't need sacrifice but we know that the prophecies of daniel of uh second thessalonians the, the, they, they have to be fulfilled. So that's what excites me. So, um, you know, I, I understand why the, the Palestinians would be very concerned about this. And, you know, if I can just say something that I've just started to notice in the last few days is a real change in the Israeli psyche during this war. And it's the word our will. We have a new will. Bibi Netanyahu, love him or hate him. He is leading us. He's got a a, a will. the 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 people are behind him. We are not going to stop no matter what pressure, no matter who tells us to stop, no matter what pressure we come under. We are going to do the job. This is a, a will of the people that we have not had for a long time. Now, going to the temple, I don't think we're quite yet. Ye- uh, we're we're quite there yet, even though deep down, especially the religious people, they want to see it. They have to see it. They believe that only when the temple is rebuilt will the Messiah come and. It will usher back in the Shekinah glory, because in AD 70, when the temple was destroyed by the Romans, the Shekinah glory was seen departing from the top of the Mount of Olives. And we have about five different sources that quote the, the Shekinah glory leaving. So that's a pretty high motivation to want to rebuild the temple, to usher in the Messiah and for the Shekinah glory to come back. Now, on that note, one of our big struggles that we are facing right as I speak is what's coming up any day is Ramadan.
0: Okay, I want you to hold right there, though. I I want to go to that. Okay, I want sure. to finish this real quick because I want to play this video. Okay. I don't know if he's speaking Hebrew or what. Let's see. Maybe this will be English. I don't know. I haven't seen it yet. But here, this was, this was embedded in the article. Here we go. Let me uh, bring up the sound. There we go. Here we go. Right, for the for the radio audience, he is in full uniform. It's night. He uh, looks to have some kind of uh, semi-automatic, you know, uh, rifle, and he's uh, on watch. And now he's going to start taking these patches off and talking about them.
1: This operation, the swords of iron. But what are we really fighting for? We're fighting for the right of the Jewish people to exist. Be Jewish. Practice the religion and be free. And one day our true leader will come and we'll be united as a whole Jewish nation so we can rebuild the
0: That that That's referring to the temple. And by the way, for, again, for radio, he's ripping these Velcro patches off his arms. He, they're on his arms. It's you, you know This is embedded at worldyoutube.com, the article with, with this video embedded. But here we'll, we'll keep going with the audio.
1: And what makes us unique is with that one nation, the reason one God, which ultimately makes the reason why, Am Israel Chai, Shabbat Shalom to the Jewish people. Pretty powerful, Aaron. Wow, that's moving. That's very moving, Brennan. And by the way, two, two things I want to say in response to that. Number one is it's pretty gutsy. Religious people putting those patches on their uniform. I don't actually believe they're allowed to do that. I know
0: in the U.S. you're not supposed to add anything to your military u- no, uniform that no. has not been approved by Congress. I
1: think. Right, and number two, I want to respond. When he said we're fighting for the coming of the Messiah, he doesn't know who he's talking about. He's talking in about Zachariah, the Antichrist. He's talking about the Antichrist, well, right? Well, no, 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 no. He's talking about the Messiah, the the true Messiah. What he doesn't know is in Zechariah. 1210, it says, They shall look upon me whom they have pierced, and they shall weep for more. Meaning, when their Messiah, the Jewish people's Messiah, comes, who's it gonna be? It's gonna be Yeshua, Jesus. Right, but it's, are they
0: not gonna first accept a false Messiah, the Antichrist first? Well, yes, of yes,
1: of course. Absolutely. Yeah. So but they so, won't call him. I don't believe they're gonna call him the Messiah. He will set himself up as the Messiah. And maybe some people will be deceived, but I, I think in general the religious Jewish people—they're not going to be deceived. They'll know. They'll know that they're deceived. They'll know that it's not the true Messiah. They're you, discerning how long, you, how long do you think it'll take them to figure this out? I don't know. I don't know that that uh, answer to that question. I don't know. So ultimately, though,
0: many of them are indeed—they're a. We know they're looking for the Messiah even though he's already come, but they're eventually going to realize, oh, wait a minute. The one whom we
1: crucified was indeed the Messiah, and they are going to receive him. Absolutely. That's what the scripture says, number one. And number two, the Old Testament prototype of that is Joseph. When his brothers rejected him, he was sold into slavery. He became the Messiah of Egypt and the world. Remember when the brothers came? Yes. There was a veil. They didn't recognize him. And then he revealed himself. He said, I am Joseph, who you sold into slavery. He is a prototype. That story is a prototype of what's going to happen. John 1.12, he came to his own, but his own received him not. But later on, they will look upon him whom they have pissed, and they will weep and mourn. Mm. And then we come back,
0: ready to get into more of what's happening in Israel. Uh, Related to America, here is an article. Biden administration was working behind closed doors to dissuade Russia from testing a space weapon. Uh, Administration officials say last week's revelations might have jeopardized U.S. efforts to dissuade Russia from moving forward. What am I talking about? Apparently, according to reports today, Russia would like to test a super EMP weapon in space. Well, wait a minute. How do you test a super EMP weapon in space? hmm We'll be right back. Have you checked out all the free programming lately at worldviewtube.com? Hello, I'm Brandon House. If you go right now to worldviewtube.com, you are going to find so many television shows ready for you on demand, like my nightly newscast, The Worldview Report, my daily radio show that's also a TV show now, that's available at worldviewtube.com. The 90-minute live show, Brandon House Live. That's available each and every day at worldviewtube.com. It costs us many, many thousands of dollars a month in streaming, bandwidth bill, and IT bills to make available these free programs. But we do it as a ministry and public service of WVW Broadcast Network. Now, one way we're able to do this is through the generous support of you through our WVW Foundation. Think of us as your conservative Christian worldview alternative to National Public Radio, National Public Television. Would you become a sponsor now so we can continue to push out free radio shows and TV shows at worldviewtube.com and worldviewradio.com? We're also looking for more regular monthly contributors. Would you consider signing up if you haven't already for a monthly contribution? $5, $10, whatever you can afford. It's greatly appreciated, wvwfoundation.com. You'll also find our mailing address there if you prefer to support us through the mail. And you'll find our phone number there if you'd like to make a contribution via the phone. Again, that's wvw, as in Worldview Weekend, wvwfoundation.com. And check out all the free ministry programming at worldviewtube.com. And don't forget our Sunday night church service that I've been teaching on Sunday night since 2015. That's live 8 p.m. Central Time at worldviewtube.com each and every Sunday night at 8 p.m. Central Time. worldviewtube.com. Brought to you by wvwfoundation.com <laughs> All right, welcome back. Worldview Radio, our website worldviewradio.com. I'm going to deal with this tonight with uh, Colonel Mills. Uh, no, sorry, Colonel Manis. Colonel Rob Manis will join me tonight on my show, Brandon House Live, to discuss this. Here's the headline from Yahoo and the New York Times today February 21st, by the way. Happy 33rd anniversary to my wife. Uh, U.S. warns allies Russia could put a nuclear weapon into orbit this year. Now, let me just. Let me just put everybody at ease here. There have been nuclear weapons in space for some time. This is not new. It's already happening. The congressman last week that wanted to put out a national security alert about Russia and this, uh, I think that was a political stunt. He has been chastised by other Republicans for pulling that stunt. I think that was all in a bid to try to push through this funding mechanism and package. It was pure politics. Either that or he's just stupid. But I know for a fact that nuclear weapons in space is not new. There are people that know obviously more than I know that cannot talk because of the background of the job they did in the national security and the privacy of what they know. But Dr. Peter Vincent Price said at this very news desk many times and warned us of the high probability of nuclear weapons already in space On one or two North Korean satellites that pass over America then we don't know what Iran has we don't know what Russia has but I will tell you I talk to people inside the intelligence world who come out of the intelligence world that have told me for a while now this is long been going on so any new reports that make it sound like this is all new that is not true That doesn't make it any better But it's not like this is a new existential threat. Now, could it be used to manipulate the American people? Absolutely. Could it be used as a uh, predictive programming? Yeah. Absolutely be used as predictive programming. Because who's warning? U.S. warns allies Russia could put a nuclear weapon into orbit this year. Now, what have I been telling you guys for months and months and months? Do not be shocked if the power grid goes down and they blame it on who? Russia or China. They blame it on Russia or China. So here's the U.S. Oh, Russia could do this. Russia could do that. How do we know? How do we know it wasn't our own corrupt government that did something to put down the grid? Now, I got to go back and look at the screenshot. But you know that movie, uh, Leave the World Behind, put out by Brock and Michelle Obama's uh, production company? <clears throat> About cyber hacking and all that. When did that happen? So I haven't seen it, so I need to go back and look. Well, actually, actually, I have seen it. I need to go back and verify. But I believe the screenshot, when they, if you pause the film, you will see that that emergency broadcasts alert went out. I think sometime in September of that, you know, in that movie, it was a September time period. So I need to go back and verify if that's if I remember this correctly. But regardless, there's an alert that goes out. About the country under attack and the cyber, you know, the grid goes down, cyber attack. We have the World Economic Forum warning about a cyber attack, the grid going down. A few years ago, they would make the COVID look like a walk through the park, says Klaus Schwab. We now have the FBI director warning Congress all the red lights are flashing for a terrorist attack. China could hack and bring down our grid. Now, you notice the narrative being laid down by our own federal government. So if the grid goes down this fall, Do you think there'll be an election? If the grid goes down this fall, do you think we'll be voting by machines? Or everybody will be voting by paper through the mail? I don't know what they're setting up. What I'm trying to warn this audience about is be very careful of the lies, of the stagecraft, what's being carried out, to get people to accept the idea of going to war with Russia. None of us want a world war. And any of you that have young children, young kids, young people, you should definitely be praying no war because they will try to draft our kids. So that's a little warning. I'll get into more of that tonight. Joining me now again is Aaron LaVarco, LightToTheNationsMinistry.com. He joins us again from Israel. So before we went to the break there, Aaron, we were talking about the fact that the Jews are waiting for their Messiah. They now have some patches over there that say that this is really about building the third temple. So before we move to what you were about to say uh, before before I continued on this line of thinking here, the temple. Let's go back to the red heifers. Everybody wants to hear about that. I can never get enough of that. These red heifers, one or more of them should be ready to pass the, the purification test to be slaughtered and their ashes mixed with water for purification, maybe as quickly as this April. Now, that brings up the question, but there's no temple. So, again, what, what, why would they do that, number one? And number two, are they planning on a temporary tabernacle when they do this? How, how does this go down?
1: Well, according to uh, Numbers chapter 19, you are to take the red heifer. According to the Talmud, you are to sacrifice the red heifer between the ages of two and three. Now, uh, it was October the third or the fourth that the oldest red heifer became two years old. So the countdown has begun. So somewhere between two and three years old, you are to sacrifice the red heifer. According to Numbers 19, you take the ashes of the red heifer, you sprinkle it not on the temple, on the priests. And the priests then become purified and they are ready to serve in the temple or the tabernacle. Now, um, I don't know what you or what the the viewers know, but uh, I've heard a number of reports, read a number of reports as well, that from their birthday, their actual birthday, a number of of, of Jewish boys born into Orthodox Jewish families, they were set aside. They were trained up. And they are of the age where they are ready. So when you take all the factors involved, you've got red heifers that have been discovered the first time in 2,000 years, number one. Number two, we have them here in Israel. Also, and I think this should not be downplayed, this is very important, at the southern end of the Temple Mount is the pools of Siloam. The pools of Siloam were the pools that the priests would dip themselves to become ritually purified. And they have been open to tourists and tour, uh, and, and groups for about 40 years. But literally about a year ago, Brandon, the Israel Antiquities Authority, they purchased the whole of this land that the pools of Siloam was on because only a small section have been excavated, but they purchased the whole land from the Greek Orthodox Church and they have been digging and renovating it and it's almost ready. So that is another part of the picture. And then the other part of the picture is, of course, who is in control of the security of the Temple Mount. It just so happens that it's a right-wing uh ultra, well, let's say, yeah, pretty pretty ultra-Orthodox Jewish man, Itamar Ben-Gavir, who is the Minister of Internal National Security. And he is for it. He wants the rebuilding of the temple. And you know what, Uh, and I quoted this the other night, just before October the 7th, it was probably about a week or so, we were celebrating the Feast of Sukkot, the Feast of Tabernacles. Now, every Jewish feast, a member of our government goes up to the Temple Mount. It's symbolic. And he was planning on going up. The Palestinians were, you know, threatening. And members of our left-wing politicians were also warning him, don't do it. And remember what happened, what was going on here in the country before October 7? We were so divided. So as a gesture... Itamar Ben did not go up. Kind of wanting to please our neighbors, our cousins. And what happened a few days later, October the seventh. So he said, I'm not going to make that statement again. I'm not going to make that gesture again. This has enforced him. And by the way, an, another member of his of, of our right wing government, Smotrich, he said, our first priority is not the hostages. It's winning this war against Hamas. He got into a lot of trouble by the hostages families for saying that, but he's in the same camp. He also wants to see the temple rebuilt. So, um, October, uh, I'm sorry, April the 22nd, I believe is the eve of Passover. So it's believed sometime between, October, uh, between April 22nd and uh, I think it was May, I forgot, it's like 50 days after. Sometime in between there, it's believed that the sacrifice of these red heifers is going to happen. There's a plot of land on the Mount of Olives overlooking the Temple Mount where it will be, uh, sacrificed and the, and the ashes will be sprinkled over these priests. So, um, now I've heard, uh, reports Saying that they are going to have to be very careful, uh, when they do this, because there's gonna be opposition. Like, you quoted a Palestinian report. They know this is going on. Some, I, I, I guarantee they probably know more than a lot of Jewish people in Israel know about this, especially the left wing. Uh, so, but they're, they're, I've heard reports that they're gonna be very, very careful how and when they go about this. But uh, it's coming. That day's coming, and I, you know, I'm not going to say 100% sure, but I, I'm pretty sure it's going to happen, and it will probably cause a stir. What,
0: what, what the it that's going to happen is going to be the, the sacrifice? sacrificing
1: of of the red heifer. Absolutely. So how would that go down?
0: Have, is that something they're, they're going to advertise, or is it just going to happen
1: one day? They're going to go up there. And it's just well, going to happen. Well, no, that's what I'm saying. They, I've heard reports. Very, uh, uh, reputable reports that they are going to be very careful when and how they do it. So in answer to your question, yeah, I think they're just gonna, uh, one day it's just gonna happen. They're just, they're not gonna advertise it. They're just gonna do it. And in a close circle, they're gonna know about it. And if I hear of anything, I'm gonna be up in Jerusalem with my, uh, microphones and camera. Ah. I'm gonna be there. If If Please. I know, I will be there. But uh, it uh, it's I'm you know I'm very very sure it's you gonna know, happen.
0: You know what's so amazing? Nothing we can brag about, boast about, because God has done it all. Because there's no way humanly possible for any of this to happen. There's no way Brandon House or Aaron or anyone could take any credit for any of this because it's humanly impossible. All the things that have taken place over the last few years with the technology, with the studios we have, the control rooms we have. Then now the, the the working relationship that you and I have through our mutual friend, Tom Gonzer, who introduced us, who you're working with us. Then the October 7th event happens and you come work with us on a paid position to be available to do things at all hours of the day and night. We have the technology that we've been able to get you over there. And this is all in place right now. Now, when I was growing up, born in 1969, and then the whole prophecy thing really took off in the 70s. And uh, my parents took us as little kids to see the late great Planet Earth by Hal Lindsey, you know, and all of these Bible conferences that were going on at the in the seventies. Growing up, if someone had said one day you'll be running broadcast networks, you'll have a reporter on the ground in Israel, and the very things that you're hearing these guys talk about is, and you're just in early elementary school, it will be you and your broadcast partners and platforms telling the world about these things. And you guys will be one of the few people on the planet who understand it and report on it through the Christian perspective. That blows my mind. I mean, what God's doing. I want you to comment on that when we come back from the break. Don't go away. Joining me now is Melissa House. She called me today, and she told me something, and I said, you have got to tell the audience this. They need to hear this. It's really good news for those of you that... Well, are taking Bella Grace? What happened today? Well, I went to my hairdresser and I had not told her um, about this product that I've been taking. And when she was blow drying my hair, she said, "You, I just noticed when I was parting your hair and fixing it that you have a bunch of new hair growth and a lot of you know short hairs that are more curly than normal." And I've been going to this lady for probably 13 years, and she's never said that to me. And I had noticed it, but for the fact that she, the fact that she noticed it was. I had to call Bran right away and tell him, well, I guess the collagen is definitely helping grow my hair. But we had heard that one of the things this would do... Well, collagen will grow your grow hair. Grow your hair. Collagen mm-hmm. supposedly grows your hair. Right. He said, you've never had this before. I just, I don't... But that's not the only thing that I... It's just given me a lot more energy and really helped my hip feel better. Your and sciatic nerve. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I've been taking it twice a day. It has three key ingredients. We've been telling you about collagen, mm-hmm. which all... Guys need collagen, too. Then it mm-hmm. also has cat's claw, which is a very powerful... Uh, anti-inflammatory, which is probably why it's helping your sciatic nerve. nerve which Dr. Mark Miller talked to us, the formulator of this for 30 years, talked to us about that the other day. Third thing you have is the astral, astrazenathin. Good job. Is that pretty good? That's good. I've been practicing, mm-hmm. and that got the tell. cognitive award in 2022. So, mm-hmm. and that 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 crosses blood-brain barrier and gets into the gut. Whereas a lot of the collagen, you're you're flushing down the toilet about 95%. This you're Mm -hmm. absorbing, according to studies, you're absorbing 95%. -hmm. There you go. All right, if you want more information, it's on the website. Again, it's it's set up under her name so they can track it and give credit back to our organization. We've explained to you the way we bring you these free shows is either through our foundation, supporting that, or through supporting our sponsors, MelissaHouse.BellagraceGlobal.com. The testimonials are there, including the 80 clinical trials are there as well melissahouse.bellagraceglobal.com All right, welcome back. Glad you're with us. Uh, okay, so you want to comment on that, Aaron? I mean, all of the things that providentially are now in place, and these are things I've been hearing about since I was a early elementary school kid, you know, being introduced to it largely through going to see the film, the movie, The Late Great Planet Earth, and here you and I are on the front row watching it and reporting on it through technology that was not available then. So you and I are able to broadcast all over the world. You would be able to go right there with your camera and broadcast back to us live for the whole world to watch. And to have heard about these things since I was a early elementary school student and child to now 55 years old this April and being involved in this calling and this occupation and this field and this technology at this time,
1: it absolutely is surreal. Well, you know, providentially, I, I agree. And, you know, my my journey, I, w- I started to be a tour guide. I immigrated to Israel 32 years ago, but I became a tour guide about uh, nine, 18 years ago. And I would say out of, let's say out of t- every 10 group, let's say 7 or 8, 70, 80% of the groups that I guide We go up to the temple mount. So I've been taking groups up on the temple mount for about 17, 18 years. And I would say it's only been the last six or seven years, Brandon, that I've started to say, you know, I, I, I'm beginning to sense that we're going to see something, uh, in our generation. And the more and more Jewish people that come back home, to their homeland, the percentage of Jewish people that are that are coming, um, quite a high percentage of them are religious Jews. And like I said earlier, they have a strong belief that the temple must be rebuilt to usher in the Messiah and to usher back in the Shekinah glory. But because of circumstances, the time hasn't been right. Uh, the, the talk about it hasn't really been that strong. But in the last literally two or three years, it's kind of like a snowball that's getting faster, like, like someone falling from an, from, uh, down an ice mountain. At first it's slow, but the, but then it picks up speed really fast. It is picking up speed incredibly fast. And now we are at the midnight hour of April 2024, Passover. Stay tuned because uh, we're here. I'm here. You're there. I'll do my best. Uh, We'll see what we can get. You're going to send me that correspondent badge? Yes, we are working on that this this, this day, actually. I actually have a friend. He's a tour guide. He used to be a member of the Israeli uh, parliament, the Knesset. Yehuda Glick, he went up. He's he's a member of a uh, organization who wants to see the uh, temple rebuilt. I asked, I bumped into him about six months ago, and I I said, one day if it works out, can I interview you for uh, Worldview uh, Radio or Television? He said, absolutely. He, you can you can check it out online. Yehuda Glick, he actually went up on the Temple Mount about eight years ago, something like that. He was uh, stabbed. The, the the Palestinians knew who he was. Oh yeah, I remember that. Nearly,
0: Yeah, I remember that.
1: Yeah, yeah, that's him. He he was nearly stabbed to death. Uh and one thing about him, he's he's very um gracious and loving and accepting of the evangelical Christians. And that's something that I wanted to share the other night with with the Dr. Lindsted and, and Dr. Andy is the Orthodox Jews, and believe me, this is big the Orthodox Jews, probably for the first time in our 75 year history, they recognize that the Gentiles, they are going to have a key part to play in end time prophecy. That's what some of these Jewish leaders are saying. Now if you go back 75 years at the beginning of the the birth of the State of Israel, Christianity Jesus that was a swear word Jewish people had a bitter taste in their mouth because of the holocaust because most of the ss and what the nazi propaganda did with martin luther books and writings in the name of the church and the silent pope of europe are uh, you know the the general sentiment of Jews towards Christians, Christianity, and Jesus was extremely negative.
0: And by the way, Fast if you want to or- know more about that, read Erwin Lutzer's book, Hitler's Cross, because he goes into detail with the the German Christians, as they were called, and how they just joined in with Hitler, dissolved their denominations, united under the Reich bishop, handpicked by Adolf Hitler, uh, had the Nazi swastika in their Christian so-called conferences. Had the uh, uh, you know their national denomination meetings, you can find the black and white footage and, sh- and pictures of the swastika and the cross together in their national denomination meetings. Um, Hitler quoting uh, Luther three times and Mein Kampf. That's this baggage when we say I'm a Christian, I'm a conservative. And they see the cross that has baggage to most Jews if they know about that time in history, right?
1: Yeah. By the way, Brandon. When I, when I, uh, take groups to the Holocaust Memorial Museum, the Yad Vashem in Jerusalem, and if I either quote a book or people ask me for a book to quote, that's the book. Wow. That I, that I quote. Erwin Lutz's, uh, Hitler's Cross, a, a fantastic book. Yeah. Anyhow, 75 years later, today, Jewish leaders are saying, We must recognize that Gentiles are playing, are going to play a part in end time events. And one key verse that they quote, it's the verse actually that Yeshua, Jesus quoted, my house will be a house of prayer for all nations, not just the Jewish people. But for all nations, they've known that verse, but it's like the veils have been taken off over their eyes. They recognize that it will be for all nations. And the fact that it was Gentile Christians that found these red heifers, that's a, a big bridge that they are building with the Jewish leaders, the evangelical Christians. They are coming. They are supporting Israel. And, uh, so they are recognizing that. And if before I forget, and I just cut me off if i 'm uh, talking too much, but you talked before about the actual rebuilding of the temple i mean i've got a few things to say about the actual temple itself. well do it because what i well, I mentioned that when they sacrifice the uh, red heifer, they will sprinkle it over the priests there's no temple there's no tabernacle, so they can't sprinkle it over that, however this is what uh reports are what they want to do <clears throat> until they can get a large plot of land on the temple mount because there's only one place that they're going to build the temple and that is on the temple mount but we all know that that Tem- temple mount even though it's under israeli sovereign rule we have allowed the muslims to rule it religiously so they have they say what goes on up there religiously. We take care of the security. They take care of the religious uh, uh, things, meaning they will only allow Muslims to pray. They won't allow Jews and Christians to pray. Now, this is a problem for not only for Christians, but especially for Jewish people. They say this is our number one most holy site. We want to build a temple. So what the, uh, the reports that I, uh, more than have heard a number of times, they, it doesn't need at the beginning to be a huge King Herod or King Solomonic, uh, size temple. It could begin with something very, very portable, just like a small tabernacle that, that wandered in the, the wilderness for 40 years until they came into the land. And then it rested in Shiloh for 369 years. And then when they built, when Solomon built the temple in, in 930, they, it says they put the tabernacle away in Solomon's temple. That's all we know. So it could, it only needs to be small, portable. And see, the most important thing actually is not the, the house, even though it is important. It's the altar they only need a small altar so perhaps that's what how they will start they will start with something small they may push in you know give give someone an inch and they'll take a mile maybe that's how they'll do it
0: well can you can you is there any chance you could go to the temple institute and broadcast for us from there live
1: uh well knowing their hours that they open Um, I know on some Sundays you have me on uh, earlier, Mm -hmm. correct? Correct. So that here is about 530 in the afternoon. So what I can find out if they're open at that hour. Or we could tape
0: it. We could pre-tape it. But I would like to get you to go to the Temple Institute and give us a tour and talk about these things inside the Temple Institute. Maybe interview some of their
1: people. Can you do that? So. So I have two ideas, Brandon. Right now, I don't even know if it's open because there's no tourists. Well, this would so, be a great
0: time I, for us to go in then right now.
1: Yeah, but I don't know if they'll open it just for well, one they, person. They will for you. I know they will. Well, maybe they will. <laughs> but, okay, I'll try. That's, that's a plan. If that doesn't work, I can get on the phone. I can phone Yehuda Glick. He's part of the Temple Mount uh, Institute faithful that want to see the temple rebuilt. And I'll ask him for a personal interview, and maybe he might be able to get me into that uh, uh, institution. Perfect. We'll see what we can L- do. L-
0: let me go to this. This is uh, folks, you guys should all go to the Temple Institute website. It's a really cool website. Uh, this is the Temple Institute website introducing the Temple Institute's Levitical Choir Academy. Just look at this. this year the Temple Institute has established the first musical academy for training of the Levitical choir. Okay? Okay? The first Levitical choir dedicated to preparing for the service in the Holy Temple in 2000 years. We're singing Psalm 114, by the way. Okay, so for those listening to my radio, the, these are men. Uh, they look like they range from age 12 on up to all kinds of, you know, higher ages. Uh, they're sitting in chairs in a half circle, if you will, there is a director conductor who's on the stage and he's leading them and he's teaching them and he's, it's a, it's a, what you would have as a traditional choir rehearsal in your church, Americans. They're doing this in preparation for the temple.
1: Uh, we got go to go to but I want you to talk about this. Go ahead. By the way, Brandon, they're also making flutes and ancient musical instruments as well.
0: Oh, I have some of those as well. Why don't you come back? We'll talk about that, and I'll play some of those, because at the Temple Institute website, there it is. The Levitical Choir performs at the southern wall of the Temple Mount. Wow. I mean, this is all falling right into place. I mean, you add to the fact that we have the Mark of the Beast technology. Uh, we have the demise of America, I'm sad to say, which has been the strongest defender of Israel. So again, it's kind of like America's being moved off the world stage. Um we have a one-world government in the making, a one-world religion in the making, a one-world economy in the making. The New Agers want the Messiah, the Maitreya, as they call him, to come. I mean, it's all lined up. I mean, all we need is for the, the, the curtain to rise and it to begin. We'll be right back. What would you do if your local pharmacy shut down, or there was an interruption in the just-in-time inventory of critical medications? What if the power grid goes down and you need an antibiotic? What are you going to do? Hello, I'm Brandon House. Well, that concerned me and my wife for several years. And thankfully, last year, my friends at the wellness company that include Dr. James Thorpe and Dr. Peter McCullough created the wellness company emergency medical kit. I have four of them. That's because I have family members that I want to make sure I could provide antibiotics to in case of an emergency. You know, something very Uh, non-life-threatening, like strep throat, could well become life-threatening if not treated. And if you can't get your hands on prescription meds during a national crisis, well, that would not be a good thing. So I got four of these kits, so my family members have these eight vital medications. If you go to twc.health/brannon, twc stands for the wellness company, twc.health/brannon It will list for you the eight medications in this emergency kit and what they treat. Now, this is a real prescription from a doctor. So when you order it, be sure to then go back into your email, check your email for the paperwork you're going to have to complete and fill out so that you can get your prescription and get your emergency medical kit with these eight vital prescription meds in the mail at your front door. Again, this is a great way for your family to be prepared for the unthinkable. And with every purchase of each emergency medical kit, the wellness company donates a percentage back to our organization to help fund our broadcast. So everybody's winning. TWC.health forward slash Brannan. TWC.health forward slash Brannon. Thank you. All right, welcome back Worldview Radio, our website, worldviewradio.com. We'll put this uh, broadcast up online at worldviewradio.com tonight as an MP3, but it'll go up really fast as an MP4 TV show at worldviewtube.com here in a couple hours, worldviewtube.com to reshare. Hey, don't forget about Crosstalk with Jim Schneider coming up at the top of the hour at VCY, okay? VCY, victory is the V, it's a V vcyamerica.org vcyamerica.org crosstalk america's original christian talk program since the 1970s your host jim schneider on 139 outlets so if you like this broadcast folks you'll, you'll like crosstalk it's ve- these two shows are very similar all right um so here we go this is the levitical choir uh, performing at the southern wall the temple mount but but they have the instruments now listen to this these are all the instruments
1: Well
0: obviously this is in Hebrew. I'm gonna skip ahead, see if I can get to it for the sake of time where they're playing. Here we go. Here we go. It went to a wide shot, and we can see there's a lot of them there. And of course, they do have these instruments made. And if you go to the website of the uh, Temple Institute, you will see the videos I'm playing. And uh, here it is silver, silver trumpets for our heroic soldiers. So they, they even have these trumpets. <laughs> So they've made a lot of the instruments, the silver trumpets, whatnot, uh, the flutes, the different things.
1: Uh, I mean, they're, 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 they're ready to go, aren't they, Aaron? Yeah. They also have a, uh, a menorah with 100 pounds of gold covering it, uh, meted out based on Exodus 25, uh, three branches on each side with almond cups, flowers over them. That's ready to go uh, in, uh, in the temple that uh, is gonna be rebuilt.
0: Do you see the colors of the temple here? Purple, blue, purple, and crimson, the colors of the tabernacle. This is the curtains and the garments of the priesthood, according to the to the Temple Institute here. Isn't that interesting? There's Joel uh, Guberman talking about it, I guess. So, I mean, there's so there's so much here. Here we have Judith Abrams, master weaver, who wove the high priest robes. You can watch a video of her she's she's there at the uh at the equipment at her at her at the you know machine the equipment that's used to weave these I mean you want to comment on this Aaron?
1: Well, we talked about it before. Everything is coming into line. The timing of it is uh is it's it's not a coincidence when 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 we see everything falling into line at the same place, obviously you know we want a sign we want God to speak well sometimes he speaks through circumstances and especially when everything comes together yeah. so um but i but i would like to you know remind the viewers especially christians and um and even if there's some jewish uh people out there or even people that aren't believers you know from a new testament perspective we we do we believe we don't need a temple we believe that uh, uh our sacrifice for our sins was made 2000 years ago at the prophesied Messiah, Jesus, Yeshua in Hebrew. Mm -hmm. So we don't need that temple, but once again, like I said before, there are prophecies that says that there will be a a rebuilt temple, uh, Daniel 9, 27, where there will be sacrifices, and then there will be an order for those sacrifices to be stopped. Jesus in Matthew 24 said that there will be an, an abomination that causes desolation. In the holy place and then of course 2nd Thessalonians 2 it says that a man of lawlessness will be revealed he will sit in the temple of God as God and many Bible commentators believe that that is speaking about the Antichrist who will deceive and 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 I like I said before I don't believe the religious people in general are going to be deceived I think it's going to be our left wingers, our liberals, ones who don't follow uh, Judaism or follow the Bible. I think they're going to be deceived. Yeah, absolutely. And uh, uh,
0: amazing things. Uh, Robert over in uh, Birmingham, England, wants you to get with uh, um, Yeshuda Glick and Carolyn Glick. Yeshuda and Carolyn Glick. Uh, do you know Caroline Glick? I know we tried setting that up, but uh, it's I wanted to interview her, but the time is off. She she's not as flexible probably in her schedule as you are. But what I should do is just have you go interview her, and then we'll air it.
1: Yeah, well, I don't know her personally. I, of course, I know who she is. So but I, I,
0: I I I have her, the contact info for her assistant.
1: Yeah, we can try and work that out. That uh, would tell our audience she, who she is. By the way, tell our audience who she is. Well, Caroline Glick. By the way, even though she has the same last name as. Yehuda Glick, they're not related, but uh, Caroline Glick, uh, an American Jew, Jewess, she immigrated many years ago. She worked her way up through the um, correspondence uh, network. She became a spokesman for the Israeli government. Uh, now she has her own uh, talk show. Uh, you can see it on YouTube, Caroline Glick, and she is a political analyst and she is very very good very uh, accurate um highly recommended caroline glick
0: wow amazing things we've uncovered
1: today isn't it yeah and uh in some ways we're just scratching the surface <laughs> it it is exciting it is because it, like we said before we're seeing biblical prophecy fulfilled in our very in this generation we're part of this generation where we're going to see it and be part of it and uh, like i said before the gentiles are part of it as well now that doesn't mean that we need to put money to the re- for the rebuilding of the temple no i actually think one key thing about the rebuilding of the temple it will remind the jewish people of the need for sacrifice for sins right now they pray they repent they believe in the covenant that god has with them and they're right on but the rebuilding of the temple is going to remind them the need for the sacrifice. And we can come in with the scriptures, especially Isaiah chapter 53. Yeshua, Jesus, he is the great once and for all sacrifice.
0: Indeed. Amen and amen. Joining me is has been Aaron LaVarco from Israel Live. <coughs> Light to the Nations Ministry dot com. to the dot com as always. Thank you so much, Aaron. Great broadcast. Very encouraging.
1: Thanks, Brennan. God bless.
0: You too, my friend. Again, it's not encouraging because we long for a third temple and all the sacrifices or any of the Antichrist business he'll do there. No, it's because we can see where we are on the timetable and God's word is being revealed as true. Trust the Lord today, folks, if you haven't. Take care. We have slashed. The shipping cost on our freeze-dried food at WVWTVStore.com. Hello, I'm Brandon House. And for this month of January and February, we are slashing our shipping by half. Half the cost, gone. We're saving you half the price you would normally pay for shipping this heavy freeze-dried food. But this is for a limited time only at WVWTVStore.com. Here we are in January of 2024. I think it's going to be a bumpy ride as we go into the election in the fall of 2024, not to mention the threat of World War III, China going after Taiwan, all the military-age males that have poured over our border from Islamic nations and the CCP. Folks, do you have your preparations in order? Even the mainstream media like CBS Face the Nations talking about a black swan event a major national security black swan event in 2024. There's the talk of the power grid going down. Even the irresponsible FBI director told Congress that all the lights are flashing red for a terrorist attack. Well, it might be predictive programming and they may cause it to happen or allow it to happen. But reality is, if it happens, you want to make sure you're prepared. I took about three days during the Christmas break. To get more organized. I've been prepping since 2013, but I had some prepping gear in one closet and another in another closet. I got organized, got it all put together in the right places. I know where everything is, and then I even added to it and updated. Well, here's your chance to update your emergency supplies by going to wvwtvstore.com for the month of January and February as we have slashed shipping of our freeze-dried food in half. So that will save some of you several hundred dollars. But you need to take action now while we have the supplies and while you can save half on the normal shipping price. WVWTVStore.com. WVWTVStore.com or 901-468-9357. 901-468-9357. Again, you can place your order over the phone if you prefer. 901-468-9357. Or for greatest of ease, just go right online, wvwtvstore.com and get it while it lasts and half off the shipping cost. Thank you.